0: Visit buymeacoffee.com slash BlockTalk and keep BlockTalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Bonjour, hi. The queens of France have officially made their mark as the premiere of Drag Race France has dropped. So, will it be fashion or camp that prevails? Time will only tell. But for now, we are going to kick things off discussing everything episode one with a queen who likes a good long baguette. Obscura, (laughs) how are you? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I don't know. There's something about Obscura that I'm like, there's something French about you, but not French well the so thing totally is only french
1: i used to wear a lot of berets yeah my, you did that my mother is fluent in french uh-huh. and i feel like the name is also like right on the cusp of like sounding italian or french yeah
0: very um <laughs> why no more berets what 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 end of the beret phase honestly i put them in storage Oh, that's fair. That, that, no, I, that's haven't fair. A, I haven't gotten
1: them out of storage yet, but maybe the berets will make a return soon. I wore a beret. I want to say
0: like the last time I wore one was like a few months ago. It was fair, a one-off. Fair. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like French things. French French things are fun. Like I like cheese. I had a lot of cheese and wine uh, while doing the preview podcast. Um, I ate all the cheese. I <laughs> apologize that no one has to eat all that cheese anymore and i ate it all but it's fine french cheese is good i never had like french cheese yeah no france is some of the best food have you I've, been to france
1: i've been to paris um mm-hmm. i w- of course went to paris um disneyland paris um, of course, of I course. There. um but no i loved paris i mean it was very as people say not like the pictures but because <laughs> it smells everyone's stinky right well, it's just a lot of cigarette smoke and um stinky. It's not any
0: smellier than New York City, I wouldn't say. Oh. There's some Listen, listen, me coming back to New York this past weekend, I was like, it smells like pot. That's honestly, that's the new smell of New York. You can't really yeah. smell the garbage anymore in the summer. You smell the pot. Uh so for some people that's a good thing. For me, I'm like, my nose is burning. <laughs> All right. Well, first off, we are going to talk about Drag Race France, the premiere episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, didn't really have the spark uh, of the from the cast that I, I've gotten from other mm-hmm. premiere seasons, but I enjoyed it. I, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I thought... I, I kind of agree with, like, it didn't feel like the most anticipated and exciting premiere episode. But That's not to say that there wasn't... I feel mostly due to the fact that it felt like a very um, copy paste format yeah. from how they've been doing it recently,
0: so it wasn't anything brand new and exciting. Well, listen, but, when you try to go rogue and do your own thing, you get uh, Drag Race Italia, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah, it was a little too. That was a little too off the beaten path. But that was I chaotic. Yeah,
1: but but this is a. I honestly, I don't. Not like this cast. I'm just kind of waiting to simmer with them. I think yeah, the I agree. The issue is definitely the subtitles. The translations are not
0: always spot on. Um, well, let, let, let's get into that. Listeners, first off, pronunciations. I'm going to be terrible at them. We're going to work through it. I am going mm-hmm. to learn. Uh, Nikki, if I slide into your DMs, it's because I need help. I need you to help me. Um, I don't know French. But I can tell you some of the things that came... On those subtitles could not be correct at all.
1: Yeah, there was just a lot of incorrect subtitles, which was really aggravating. Um, just because that was my—that's always my biggest issue with these international seasons—is I want to make sure that I'm actually getting and understanding the humor, sure. understanding everything. Like even um, with UK Drag Race, it's the same language, but a completely different type of humor. Uh, sure. And and humor is a language in a way, but it it very much translates to the fact that they're in a different language, they have a different sense of humor, it's very hard if the subtitles aren't perfect, Mm -hmm. and I feel like they were a little jank.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like definitely the colloquialisms um, may not translate perfectly to English, so when you put it into Google Translate, you're getting what you're getting, and Mm -hmm. it's not actually what they're saying um but i feel like that's how drag race italia started and that's also how drag race espania started and it slowly picked up and got better mm-hmm. um, but we'll see we'll see how it goes and again listeners i apologize if i say something you're like that's not what they said i'm like i'm going off of what i read mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of pronunciations <laughs> It's true. All right, let's dive in. Uh, we began with a little introduction and montage from our host, Nikki Doll, who is just the most adorable. Um, she's so sweet.
1: Yeah, she's honestly, I remember I had first seen her ages ago, like when she was first popping up in New York. And I, mm-hmm. I like was instantly like, I've never heard of her before, but she's one of the most stunning queens I've ever seen. Yeah, she's so yeah. hot and she's such a great performer. I instantly fell in love. And then like a few years later, when I found out she was on Drag Race, that was even cooler to see her on that show. And I feel like everything for her since then has just been a steady incline. Um, now hosting Drag Race France, it's so cool to see her actually, I feel like in a in a TV spot that suits her.
0: Yeah, I feel like she's very fitting for this because she's, she knows how it works. And she is a kind of the perfect face for it
1: Mm -hmm, absolutely i feel like she definitely um captures it all um and i think she's a great host i really Mm -hmm. enjoyed everything she had to say i thought she delivered something very fresh it wasn't i'm trying to be rupaul which is i agree issue with other certain hosts Ah,
0: we're not gonna (laughs) get into it um yeah no so she's gonna set us up for the series and a bit of her resume as to why she should be the host and rightfully so she is Let's talk about this workroom. Um, it is very colorful. It is very bright. I thought we were going to get a little more Parisian cabaret. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, they said, well, you're getting gay.
1: Yeah, it was very much what I expected from the way that they've been making the workrooms. I feel like mm-hmm. ever since, what was the season that they redid it? Like nine or 10, yeah. one of them. Everything has been much more bright, vibrant. So when they... When they showed the entrance, I was like, yeah, this is about what I expected. Yeah. Right, gem tones and... And that wall of wigs. Oh, that was very... I love that touch. Whose I wigs are those? Great. They gotta be Nicky's, right? They might be Nicky's, but I also, like, I feel like Paris or, like, Parisian drag, if not French drag in general, is known for their hair. Yeah. Um, like, even Cam had mentioned it when she saw hair that didn't look like
0: French drag hair, she was like, Oh, a badly styled wig. Right, right, right. Um, I here here's my pitch. I think we should pay tribute to the contestants every season. And we should have wig walls with like their best wig. That would be cool. That would be. Then then us, the viewers get to be like, okay, when do we get to see that wig? Oh, that's who it belongs to. The game within a game that we get to play. Honestly, that would be fun, because I remember the first time I feel
1: like there was an iconic wig was the Sasha Velour rose petal wig. And I remember mm-hmm. when they displayed it at DragCon and everybody was taking photos with it. Yeah, yes, I yes, felt yes, like yes. it was such a funny moment to kind of have a wig immortalized. And I definitely feel uh-huh. like, people don't really speak about this. I mean, obviously I do hair, so I, I'm passionate about how hair really makes a drag queen, but I feel like you can tell
0: a drag queen Buy the wig. I definitely think it's very easy. Hopefully. Oh, to- absolutely. Uh, I feel like the one person right now who you can absolutely tell the wig, um, the person by the wig, is Envy Peru, though there's someone on this season who's going to try to give her a run for her money. Well, the thing uh, is, because they share a designer. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like I was concerned because
1: there is this Parisian drag family that all looks almost identical because they all have a very similar style. And I was worried that the season would be all that, because that's what I know about French drag, was right. very much like what Cam Hughes' um, drag family looks like. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see a very diverse cast. Yeah. Well,
0: speaking of, let's get into it. Chic, 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 oh, chic. Ah, uh, first off, in the worst editing moment, the show is like, "We're gonna give you the confessional before the entrance line." Poor Cam, that sucked for her. I was like, I had
1: to watch it. I had to fast forward to be like, "Did they really like? Did she not say anything? Did I miss
0: it?" Like, it was a weird moment. Uh, I was worried. I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna be the season. They're gonna do it their own way, and this is not gonna be drag race. It feels weird." Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was the, it was a big mistake. But they 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 fixed it. Yeah. No, and I thought. Oh my God, having
1: Cam enter first. I mean, it set the bar very high. Yes. The first thing I thought when she walked in was hello, Alice in Wonderland because she literally looked like something Allison would wear. Um, I love this outfit. I thought it was so fun. I, she's such a good makeup artist. She's, yep. I've been following her for years and years and years. I've always loved her looks. Even though
0: she's four years old?
1: She's literally like two. Um <laughs> She is adorable though, in and out of drag. I absolutely just, she takes my breath away every time I see one of her looks because they're just so visually cohesive and just so well done. She's like almost too perfect.
0: So she is the first queen to enter Drag Race France. Congrats girl, you're gonna be on a wiki somewhere. Um, She is 22 years old living in Paris, but she comes from the South of France. Uh, She describes herself as chic, bubbly, fun, and always happy. I'm just going to say it all season long. Put Aquarius, Sagittarius, and Blue Hydrangea together and you get Cam, both in and out of drag. Uh, Her confessional look made her look like a Ken doll with a Barbie haircut.
1: Honestly, she looked very much how... She looked very European to me. Very European. (laughs) Very European. Um, No, I feel like a lot of um, younger French twinks look Mm -hmm. very similar, but I absolutely um love her um i just love her personality i think it's very um you know seeing her instagram is one thing but actually getting to meet her through a tv show is a very different experience sure. you actually get the personality behind the drag queen and i felt like she definitely had a different personality from what i
0: expected she was very yeah. sweet um very um fun now, you already started to talk about the look, but the look is by Maxime Blotin, Hair by Paris Hair. Of I think course. it's cute. Little Barbie girl in a little Barbie world. Uh, very Elle Woods in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Cam is cute, and she can do much more elegant looks, but she's going to save that. This was a very smart move. Enter cute. Show us the runways later.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I have a feeling that she's going to be the one to always have the best runway. I feel awesome. like every season always has a girl where you just know what they're going to come out in is going to be breathtaking. And she definitely met the mark on that regard.
0: Agreed. It's the uh, Aquaria Sagittarius Syndrome. It's a it's a thing. Um, they're all different, but very the same.
1: Yeah. They all I'll have get, very unique styles.
0: Yeah. I will give this look a
1: toot. Yeah. It's an absolute toot. I think it's it's a... It's a way to do something minimal that I feel
0: also was loud at the same. time. Yeah. Day. Audience, 64% to 36% boot. Confused, but okay, go there. I mean, All maybe right. it's because of the lack of accessorization. It's a very simple look. It's very simple. It is. The turkeys are out, so have a good appetite. That is what it said on the subtitles. I don't know what it means, but it's the big blonde and fabulous La Bibberta. Um, she says she is the butcher, and in small markets, she is the person who shouts the most. And her confessional look makes her look like she works at an auto shop. If you told me that she worked at an auto shop, I'd say that checks out. <laughs> I absolutely like
1: the second she came on screen, I was like, So she's going to be the narrator of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is very entertaining, very entertaining to watch. I absolutely love her campy style i think yeah. it's definitely something that i didn't expect to see on um drag race france so it's
0: almost refreshing to see So the Paris. look is by jackie torioni wig by wig as you art nails by sonia sonales jewels by felipe Ferendis. again i apologize i'm sorry we'll get there we'll learn uh, i love that she is like i'm big i'm campy and you may have a picnic on my look uh, the blonde hair with the brunette beard is a choice, but for a bearded queen, um, she paints exceptionally well. Oh, I agree. Wow, I,
1: I really liked her paint. I my issue with bearded queens is I always hate when it's patchy. Yeah, she fills it in. She does a good job. I really like. Yeah, her paint. it's very classic drag paint, which you know mm-hmm. works for the type of drag she does. Of course, I just thought this look was very fun and. It was very reminiscent of a certain canceled queen, but in a new and fun way.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think this look was great. I mean, the, she had just around a right amount of stones to make it fashion, but still land in the camp world. Um, keep an eye out for this one. I mean, if this is, if they're gonna have a bearded queen winner, this is the show. This is the season.
1: Honestly, no, and I feel like uh, we've yet to have one on U.S. Drag Race. We've had the bearded mm-hmm. challenge but yet to have a bearded queen.
0: I mean, Jackie's had a beard on the show. Did she kidding? I'm kidding. (laughs) She she makes that joke herself. She knows what I'm talking about. I love it. Oh, I know. Uh, It's a toot. This is a toot. Yeah. I love the toot. Audience, 89% toot, 11% boot. All right. Well, Cam says in France, you can find queens of all walks of life like bearded drag queens. So she's happy to have one here. Um, we're going to talk about Cam and her confessionals because Cam is a very um, interesting human. She, I don't think she speaks thinks before she speaks.
1: Yeah, she's very much just saying words, which I, I, I think is like fun and like kind of. I feel like she's one of those people that very much is getting on air and doesn't want to make a bad impression and appear yeah. mean spirited or bitter. <laughs> um I think that she's definitely concealing a more shady side. And mm-hmm. I want to see that come out. I feel like every season, which is why I love um, La Big Berta, because she is not afraid to say what she feels. Yep. And she has, she's pretty much did it the
0: entire episode. Now, as interesting as it is that these are two of the bigger names of the season from France, they don't seem to know each other. Yeah. I mean
1: I I feel like there always is that weird kind of I mean I bet they do know each other on like social media kind of thing like they've seen mm. each other's faces so they just don't know each other personally which yeah. I feel like happens a lot even in a city like New York. So yeah. To now we're going
0: doesn't surprise me. We are going to learn that this look of Bertha's is not ketchup and mustard. No, no, or 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 mayo as the subtitle said. Um no, it is melted cheese or raclette as is, as they say in France land. Um, I love melted cheese. Have you ever been to raclette in the East Village? No.
1: So it's a restaurant where they literally bring out a wheel of raclette, they torch it,
0: and then they scoop it onto potatoes. It is orgasmic. <laughs> Listen, the only time I've always almost been close to having raclette is in Disney, and I didn't get to have it this year. It's fine. Well, there's always the future. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, grandmother, it's me, Anastasia. But really, it's the lips. She's twenty-five from Bordeaux. I didn't get this entrance line. What did I miss? What, what I, I
1: miss? I'm like, is she referencing like Anastasia, um, like the what call it? The um, what's the family that went missing? That I don't know. Anastasia's the,
0: about the Romanovs.
1: The Romanovs. Is she referencing that? I, I, I guess. I don't know. I didn't get it. I just um, like when she said that, and then they're like, her name's not
0: <laughs> right. Um, well i mean she does say she is a powerful and mysterious queen and i'll i'll say it this episode i still don't know anything about her um no designers listed for this look but i just again don't quite get it it's fashionable enough for me to not get maybe i don't know but she's got a blue cat suit with matching blue headpiece and fur and maybe this is a club look in france or maybe she's praying for the workroom that can be either too hot or too cold i don't know i didn't like the
1: jacket. I felt like the jacket was an unnecessary piece. It felt very much I want to reveal, but I don't have anything that really goes with the look, but white fur kind of goes with everything, so let me throw in a white fur. Um, I didn't care for the white fur. It could have just been the blue. I, again, know very little about her. She's very interesting. Um, I just, like, don't really know where to place her in my mind in the competition, just because I feel like, even towards the end of the episode, I still was left kind of, like, like people were very into her in that episode, but I, I didn't see no, it. Like, I yeah. like the Queens were like, Oh, she's, I didn't see this before. And I'm just like, I'm still not seeing it. Yeah. I, I feel like she's one of those Queens that I really need to kind of let simmer in my mind more to
0: come towards the end. I'm of- going to give, I'm going to give this look a boot. I'm not. It's not, a boot for me for too, because of the fur. The audience 68% two, thirty-two 32% poop. Uh, We have another one who doesn't seem to know Berta, but Ellipse makes it known that Bordeaux is a place to find talent. She wants to make it known that drag can be found in other places than Paris. And then, of course, La Big Berta says, prove it. (laughs) Um, Now, I say the same thing. It's like, prove that there is talent otherwise, other places in New York City. Uh, I am so shady. I know there's talent in other cities. I get it. I know that. I'm making a joke, people. Calm down. (laughs) Is there? Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Please make welcome to Mexican Lolita Banana, who is not 27 years old. Bitch, don't even try me. You lying bastard. You're 36. You're older than me. <laughs> uh, she is going to eat a banana and leave the peel. And I see you. You're a dangerous, spicy little queen, aren't you? I like this
1: look. I thought it was very cute. Didn't understand the bag. Bag did not go with the look. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was very cute. I wish it was a different shade, a blonde. I wish it was a more beachy, less platinum, mm-hmm. um, like more of a yellow blonde. I felt like that would really push her whole banana brand a little more. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I really like her. She has a very loud personality. I, I think um, La
0: Big Bertha called her uh Oh, <laughs> No, 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 First off, she, 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 she called her a rabid Mexican dosh hound, aka a Chihuahua. Interesting.
1: Uh, a very
0: mm, interesting set yeah. of words that I would yeah said yeah
1: on correct. national television, but international television Inter- international correct. Um, I, I, th- I think she's fun. I, I like no. her personality. Very loud, exciting, in your face. Uh, I, I always need a queen like that on a season. Like a Cynthia. Almost. Yeah.
0: Now, she is proud to be the first Mexican who was born in Mexico to be on Drag Race. So that's a big distinction, difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Cam says to us that she's wearing an outfit that she would leave in the closet. This is the first time we're getting Shady Cam coming out. Um, now, this look is by Alice de Mericot Look by Misty Phoenix. Uh, jewels and purse by Jules and Lely yeah it's cute and the silhouette is perfect for her um, the shade of hair is it, it is what it is but I think the cut is wonderful um, but the madanas I know it's her name but I just don't need to see her be putting it on her look because it feels a bit pedestrian because she's not a flat out campy queen I just would have gone with a solid yeah. color
1: I, I mean, I understand wanting to bring bananas in, but I wish it was a more kind of custom, more yeah. popular looking fabric. It mm. does look very like 50s
0: apron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a toot though. It's a toot for me. Audience, 69% toot, 31% boop. Now we're going to get the interaction between Bertha and Lolita. Uh, it's funny because you have that little bit of Spanish coming out of Lolita. And Bertha is just that stereotypical masculine French sounding person I thought we were watching a uh, cartoon.
1: Yeah. It was very camp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we already discussed um, the, I think she was trying to call her Chihuahua. Maybe they don't have Chihuahuas in um, France, but yeah, it's not a rabid and like uh, the subtitle said, no, we got that wrong. Yeah, that was
1: that was something. I, I really enjoyed um, the interaction though, because it definitely set up a precedent to where there is going to be, it's not going to be one of those Everybody loves each
0: other's season, yeah. which I felt like has happened mm-hmm. now. they international seasons. Lolita will learn that Ellipse is from Bordeaux, and Lolita will say that's where she started her drag to which Bertha is going to say, what century ago? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I have a feeling they must know each other somehow, some way, because you, you don't just rib someone out yeah. hard. I mean, I, I've definitely been in a room where drag queens have just met and are instantly shady to
1: each other, but. Um... But I definitely think that maybe there is some kind of, I don't know, some kind of precedent.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something. Insert whatever Sail The Muse said, because I don't know what she said, and neither did the subtitles that said. (sighs) Indescribable. I I really love that
1: throughout the entire episode. They couldn't get a native French speaker or yep. somebody who is there on the show to help them with the subtitles.
0: Nope, and there's couldn't.
1: just multiple times throughout the episode where it just says indiscernible.
0: Yep. Uh, it is Soe the Muse. She is 33 years old. She says there are people who say she is Parisian, but no, she is a commuter. I don't know what that fully means, but great. I'm sure she comes
1: does. from, I believe where she's from is like right outside of Paris. It's like a Gotcha. Star- gotcha.
0: All right. This look, no designers listed. I think this is high fashion. It, the bitch knows how to serve it. I think the pinstripes are just right. It's an oversized blazer. It's kind of sexy. The hair is laid. I would have done without the peace sign earrings because they looked a little bit cheap and I'm just being a little picky there because I love this bitch. But I like this look. I'm here for it. I don't. <laughs> That's, fine, man. That's fine. I'll
1: tell you why I don't like it. The earrings didn't like. I thought, yeah. they again, they looked... Like, my issue is if you have acrylic jewelry... Make sure that it is extremely pristine because mm-hmm. uh, if it's the mirror type or the clear type, any type of um, fingerprinting or anything, any, yeah. truth, any dust will show they just looked a little eh. I didn't like how the suit was cut. It felt very... I'm trying to go for the very Korean style oversized suit, mm-hmm. but I feel like we just saw Willow at the finale do that ridiculous campy giant suit.
0: Technically this was filmed first. Technically
1: it was filmed before. Um, but I feel like having that fresh in my mind seeing other drag queens do suit looks very well. I felt yeah. like this seemed very costumey and almost like mm-hmm. Halloween story just because of the way that it fit. It didn't feel like an actual fashion garment. Well I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it like I guess the boo,
0: the audience forty four percent toot, fifty five percent boot. They went with you. Alifs adores the look, and finally we're going to get people who know each other. Bertha and Soa know each other, and Bertha sheltered Soa when she was homeless. She is her soul sister. Um, I'm excited to hear this relationship blossom a little more and learn more mm-hmm. about this duo. Uh, but Bertha says she shared a lot with Soa as well as some troubles. Soa tells the group that she is from Martinique but comes from Saint Denis. And Cam finds so to have been doing too much and was drama and spoke to fill the atmosphere. I sense some jealousy. Mm, to an extent, yeah.
1: I, I, I definitely think that um, things, I mean, may or may not be played up for television, but I de- definitely get the vibes.
0: Yeah, I I think it's very interesting that Cam, again, is getting this really weird edit where you're almost like, you're perfect, but we're not supposed to like you because you're kind of mean. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, like,
1: I feel like if I was a bit more, I I don't know, I feel like if the subtitles were a little more on point, I feel like it would really make it clear the kind of edit um, we're getting from Cam. But I don't know. I feel like, to me, Berta is way more shady because she's, oh, she's. fully, not, fully. But she's not saying things that are out of line, and she isn't saying things that are kind of like a little too. I feel like Cam almost comes off of those people that like they really want to make shady comments, but they don't know the way to make it. Yeah,
0: stick. I agree. All right. Well, next up, hi guys. <laughs> Good evening. It is Legan Vam. She's 22 years old living in Paris and I'm not sure why I'm slightly attracted to her confessional look. Didn't think that was going to happen but I would climb that, I think. Because <laughs> let's remember, she is 6'5".
1: She is one of my favorite drag queens. Okay. okay. Um, she is absolutely stunning. I've always been so just, I don't know, just captivated, mesmerized by her. I feel like she's such an interesting drag queen. I love this look. I felt like it was something so unique. I've never seen anything like this. And
0: tell her uh, promo look.
1: Well, exactly. But I just thought that, um, I think that she has a very unique sense of style. Yeah. More unique than I've seen a lot of times. I feel like she gives a very old school vibe, but also very modern. I feel yeah. like she is extremely fashionable something about her just she has this quality that's very mysterious yet completely entertaining and i am so excited to see her win the whole season
0: (laughs) as cam says this is what she expected for drag race france Mm -hmm. le Dame doesn't like to say it but she's gonna say it she's the most followed queen in france um does that mean she's more followed than nikki i i'm
1: trying to think she has, I don't think she's as followed as Nikki, because, but also Nikki, I guess, is kind of considered American. a queen.
0: Okay, fair, fair. All right, this look is by Germinier Nails by Jessica Malige. Earrings by Rossi. While I was mad at her with the beaded look for the promos, this one I adore because she can do whatever the hell she wants and she looks damn fine doing it. Uh, the long red-haired pair with the pink and red beads are sexy. I love that her heels are ties up because she is a very tall human person and it really helps with the proportions. Um, could I have done without the blue and yellow the beating? Yes. But I maybe it serves a purpose if you like squint your eyes and maybe there's like a hidden message in there. I don't know. Uh, but no matter what, I think this was a really top-notch look. Yeah. Total like shoot <laughs> moment. It's a toot for me. I mean audience. Really- audience though. toot, 11% poot. Pretty good. To greet her, Lolita stands on a stool and is essentially now the same height as her. If she didn't climb on the chair, she would have been at, as she says, sex level, (laughs) a.k.a. not on her knees to give her a blowing.
1: Yeah. I I felt like that was another thing that probably wasn't translated perfectly. Sex level yeah. was very. Sex awkward. level, sex <laughs> level.
0: Um, but, but I will be using that now. I will be definitely adopting that phrase. Sex level. <laughs> yeah. sex level.
1: I thought it was very, like, and I, I love the discourse towards um,
0: Berta being like, no, nah, she's got to be the center of attention. We see. Yes, yes. This is again. Berta is not a fan of the Mexican Dosh hound climbing on a chair. I feel like there's always a more composed queen that hates the more energetic queen. Oh, fully. And then Um, they become besties and then they're going to be friends forever. Yeah, there's always a storyline. All right. Don't be too scared, girl. She's about to arrive. And I say, when? It's Lova La Diva. She's been doing drag for 12 years and she is the premier Darien Lake impersonator. When she walked in, I thought the same exact thing. I was like, (laughs) Darien? Well, Cam will say it's a ballet-styled wig coming in, and watch out for this one. She's evil. She's not wrong, but she's evil. Um, as La Grande Dame says, she is an old-school drag, and there's nothing wrong with that. She says she has friends who are old-school drag. And if you want to make the comparison, it sounds kind of racist if you switch old-school drag with Black people. I know that's not what La Grande Dame is trying to allude to, but... Didn't work out what she was trying to say. It was very much in the realm. Well, I have friends who are old school drag. I don't like them, but they ha- I have them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a diva hair by Morgan Taylor. Um, What am I going to say about this? What am I going to say about this? I am.
1: There's not much to say. Very meh, Very
0: boring. The, big, the wig is big. It's fine. Could have been combed through a bit. Uh, the dress is beyond simple. Like it's splatter pattern paint on like a, basic black dress like you could find a prettier fabric for your entrance or this was just already in your closet I feel like I'm
1: at Hamburger Mary's Long Beach Drag Brunch
0: yeah it's just, it didn't even fit her properly
1: <laughs> yeah it's just the the level of I, I just like have such an issue with um, drag queens who I feel like get on the show and they feel like what they do is already good enough and I'm like no nobody's good enough from what they've yeah. been doing in their city. You have to amp it up for the show. Right. And I feel like she walked in wearing what she would wear at a drag brunch.
0: Very pedestrian.
1: Who's the one who said that? It was hilarious. Like, I feel like we're at a drag brunch. It was some shady comment
0: by somebody, yeah. but it was hilarious. um, Yeah, no, this is the debut of Drag Race France. You better come in with a look. Uh, it's an absolute boot for me. Yeah. Boot, boot, boot. Audience, we found our hater. 7% to 93% boot. <laughs> Now, as she walks over and talks, Big Bertha will notice an accent, and Lova will say she's a Southern queen. Meanwhile, I'm like, it all sounds the same to me, Nikki. I I need you to help me. Why does it all sound the same? Where are they from? Why is it? Do you hear the different dialects?
1: There's a slight different. uh, It it it's just like dialects in France are a little different than dialects in um in like English. Fair. Just because like dialects in English, it's very like dependent on certain phrases and
0: well they I, were even like even watching Drag Race Spidey, like oh my god different dialects I'm like I my ear doesn't hear them. I
1: felt like it's spa- but it's also like it's another thing. It's all it comes down to specific pronunciations
0: of words. Sure, sure. Now Lolita is like I'm not the only one with bad accents. So she's clearly we're shading this bitch. Um Lova will try to sit in a chair and she fits. Good for her. I don't know why she didn't think she was going to fit um but she did fit. And Lova, who is now sitting and Soa is standing, apparently make up a square. Um, we love fat people jokes from fat people. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cam says Lova La Diva has the perfect name and she's a real diva asking for a chair. Um, not a great episode for Lova La Diva.
1: I just, I, I want to find something about her that I enjoy,
0: but I am struggling to, to see why she was cast in the first place. Same, same. All right, fire trick. My mom always said not to play the fire, but, my, but mom, I am the fire. Okay, that was pretty pretty good at the time. She is La Cahena from Paris, originally from Tunis. That is in Africa for all of my geographically challenged friends. She is unique, eclectic, opulent warrior and queen of couscous. Uh, La Grande Dame says the fire axe would have been better with a wig. Speaking of, look <laughs> by Malik Jenny, Jewels by Dora Zayani. Uh, there are definitely cultural references in her. Luck of the gold works. The black mm-hmm. tool is simply just a basic black dress. Not for me. I need more. This got lost in the shuffle.
1: I don't like this at all. Um, I I loved what she was doing with her head, even though I feel like the headpiece should have been pushed a little more forward it was giving her like a 500 head but um i definitely wish that she had more guidance from those around her to be like you need to learn how to edit yourself yeah and and craft a cohesive look because i i like her ideas the execution that like i can see where she's going it it just fell very flat for me i wasn't Mm -hmm. a fan I, I'm all for pyrotechnics, kooky, more carny like tricks and drag. But I feel like if you're not serving me everything, like perfection and that, I'm I'm yeah. lost. I'm like you're relying on a on a cheap circus trick to be like, oh wow, she's cool. Um, I think she is cool, but I just wish that she focused a little more on her fashion. I agree. It's a boot.
0: It's a boot, unfortunately. I wanted to like it. but I you know. Audience, though, 44% toot, 56% boot. Hannah says she knows some of the competitors, but is excited to meet the new ones. She says Cam is very beautiful with incredible makeup, but she wants to see what she can do on stage. I would like to see what you can do on stage, because clearly that doesn't work <laughs> She can confuse an entire television audience. Yes. All right, next up. I feel that this first season is going to be transcendent. It's the thirty-one-year-old Labrieauche who is sporting a beret and a French accent that is so French it's like you are straight from a Pepe Le Pew fantasy. I,
1: I like her. Yeah, but um, she's fun. I I don't love her makeup,
0: but I like her. Oh, we are going to talk about her makeup quite a bit this episode. <laughs> um, she is a trans woman, and she's absolutely thrilled to be representing the trans identity in the first season of Drag Race France. So, is this officially the first first season? To have a trans contestant wasn't mama queen um i think she was non-binary because they didn't really make a big deal about the transness Mm -hmm. the way that you know like vanessa vancardia they did yeah um so i don't i'm not i'm not quite sure but uh regardless this is important let's keep going in this direction Mm -hmm. drag race let's keep going Come on, Rue. You got to do a little better. You got to do a little better. Come on. A little, a little better. A little better, Rue. Yeah. All right. This look with Axel Bersi hair by Kuki Um. So I like the sweets on the dress. It's very campy and the silhouette is great on her. I just don't get what the balls and the dripping is. Is it ice cream? Because the colors are so bizarre. It doesn't look like ice cream. Why is it green? Um. The hair is styled very well. Her makeup is perfectly camp. We're going to get to those eyebrows in another uh, segment. I just see who she is in this look.
1: I, um, yeah, not the best makeup. Uh, I think the, the, the ice cream drips you're referring to were supposed to be like Royal icing on a cookie or something. I felt like this was a very, once again, knock offy of a certain canceled queen <laughs> kind yeah. of look. It looked a lot like, um, a Florence DeLi creation. Um, but not, you know, yeah, same effect. Um, but I, I felt like I, I learned everything I needed to know from the look. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely I, I, I like a queen that you look at them and you know exactly what they're giving. Um, you know exactly the kind of queen they are, and I felt like she she gave me that. I'll give it a toot. It was a toot for me. A soft audience
0: yeah, fuckers. Forty eight percent toot, fifty two percent boot. Didn't like this one, it's fine. Now, Big Bertha is glad to see the representation there, and Brioche thinks they are well-matched in their looks. Cam, of course, is shady and says she didn't know they were invited to a big cupcake party. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, I
1: I am always such a big proponent of young queens. Learn the difference between shade and being mean. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. There is a fine line between Bertha, very clever, snide comments that are funny and amusing. Cam, it's just like she's trying to be shady, but it's just coming off a little mean and a little, I don't know. I, I, I know the type. Very shy, very reserved. Wants to be <laughs> shady. So very similar to Aquarius personality. Very similar yes. to a lot of young queens.
0: Yes. Alright, here's my favorite entrance line of the season. In French, please. Paloma. She is 30 years old from Clermont. I cannot tell what is happening in the conventional look but I'm intrigued by her um she wants to show that she is a queen of hearts and a demon so let's talk about her look the look is by Arthur Grenet, gloves by Nicholas Bla, and hair by Christoph Mecke um she literally got what she set out to do she is the queen of hearts and a demon I do wish the hair was the same shade as red of red because it's two different shades but it is yeah. so fun The devil tail is a bit lacking on the garment because the garment itself is exquisite. Um, but you know what? She this one's going to get overlooked in a lot of areas because there are two other skinny white bitches who are equally in the world of fashion as good as she is. I like, I think Paloma is going to be the one that's going to stand out and make it toward the end.
1: I absolutely love her. Um, as for the the shades of hair, I think it adds a nice bit of dimension to the look. Fair, fair, um, fair, just because there's some other shades of red going on, I feel like it ties it a little together. I feel like it was just all the same shade red. It would be, it would feel very um, alone of early. Um, There's nothing wrong with Alona Verley. There's nothing wrong with Alona Verley, except for the fact that she quits drag like every other week, I swear.
0: There's (sighs) nothing wrong with Alona Verley. Go listen to my interview with her um, on part three of my DragCon LA podcast. She was very sweet, very kind. You can see behind-the-scenes photos of me. She's she's a lot of...
1: uh, I have a lot of mutual friends with her. They all say she's very, very, very sweet. Um, I... I'm just so intrigued by Paloma. Like She occupies too. the same space as Le Grand Dom. Le Grand Dom I feel like has this very I know I'm that bitch kind of energy whereas Paloma, she's just cool and has it's that understated kind of that bitch. Very energy.
0: much like um, our dear friend Marina from Dragos Espanya 2. Mm-hmm. Um, who, again, very influenced by France. So it's all making sense here. Um, I, I'm going to give this you. I really like It's this. it's like a shoot for
1: me. I again like she came in I'm like this is this is the mark that needed mm-hmm. to be met. Um it, it it better be well I I'm very excited to see what she has the rest of the season just yeah, because yeah. this look was so
0: cool to look at. Audience 96% toot, 4% boot.
1: As it should be. I think this is no. the best entrance look.
0: Cam is going to run over to Paloma and give her a big hug. Clearly they know each other. Yes. That's it, folks. That's our cast for season one. Um, The alarm sounds. And by alarm, I mean chicken. chicken. Um, And (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is happening. I need someone to explain this for me. Is this a French thing? Is this a joke? Are we going to get a different animal noise each week? Why did we get a chicken? I think chickens are
1: just like very inherently French.
0: very fair because my mom um when when she was designing her kitchen it was always like very french inspired and she loved the fucking roosters
1: yeah there's this i feel like there's so many french restaurants i know that have to do with Mm -hmm. or like like french kitchens have a lot of chickens i don't
0: know there's just something very the french chicken nikki if you would like to help me out with this decision please please let me know i would love to have an exclusive anyway we're gonna get a video from our nikki doll and she looks so beautiful uh she and then she looks very fabulous in that red suit and hat very french
1: yeah no she's definitely serving it she's giving she's giving what i feel like um a host should be giving you know able to able to turn a look out of drag yeah
0: she welcomes the queens of Drag Race France and warns them about what they're about to do. Now, the workroom is going to be set up in a way that's not great for filming. I'm just gonna say it right now. I don't know why they have the couches where they have the couches, because it is <sighs> affecting how they film this segment. Because Nikki is looking one way, and then when she has to redress the cast, she has to look back at them. It, it it's really kind of uncomfortable to watch. Not her fault, not the contestants' fault. The Filming of the onset is a bit problematic.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a person who's very into interior design. I'm very confused by the interior design choices. I also think that like the random colors of the couches are very just. I love the couches; they're beautiful. I just wish that they were somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I felt like they should have matched the the look. If they're just
0: if they're just for untucked or whatever, like move them out. This is TV; yeah. we don't need to see yeah. them at all times. But she's going to remind the world that she did participate on Drag Race season twelve with R- she who now not shall be named anymore. Um, <laughs> Irony here. Um, but you know what? Her shining accomplishment. She's followed by Ariana Grande. Now, what an accomplishment! Obscura, I'm going to ask you a question now. Who is the most famous person that follows you? That's hard to say because it really depends on who you ask.
1: Um, I would say the most. Famous drag queen that follows me is probably Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um, the most famous person who is not a drag queen, but I guess, oh, I really got to think about this. I would say probably like um, Cindy Wilson from the B-52s. All right, that's like a good one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm always like, who follows, or Lipstick Nick, Jeffree Star's makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Name.
0: All right, so the winner. What are they going to get? They're going to get a crown and scepter from Kerai worth 40,000 euros, a one week stay for two in Mauritius, sponsored by Tinder, a year's supply of Mac cosmetics, and no money. No money.
1: (laughs) I, I didn't expect them to give money. They very clearly are not giving money for these international European seasons.
0: That's a lie. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. They are getting money in España. They got money mm-hmm. in Italia. I um, know, but I just Holland is like, giving money now. But I feel like... Um,
1: I don't know. If they laws. can't give
0: money in the UK, that's part of the opinion.
1: Yeah, I know that. Like, there's certain... I feel also them saying, oh, you get um, a crown worth 40,000 euros.
0: That was the, to get us off the scent of like, no money, no money.
1: 40,000 euros, which like, again, isn't even. Are they basically saying, yes,
0: take the crown, and scepter and sell it.
1: So, like they're telling you the value, sell it. But it's also a matter of that wouldn't even match the original drag race prize amount, which mm-hmm. has now gone up even more. And the fact Listen that they play the RuPaul's Drag Race theme song during it. Like, RuPaul, can't you throw them a few thousand dollars? Like, come on.
0: I, I will say the trip, though. I will take a fucking trip anywhere in this time period of life because I need a vacation from vacation. Yeah. So I will go to Mauritius for like a week. That sounds beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. And I like that it's MAC. I feel yep. like MAC mm-hmm. is a is a really um, on-brand makeup company for this season. Yeah. I feel like they do more creative things than Anastasia.
0: Now that the prize is out of the way. Let's bring in the prize for our eyes. Oh, pit crew. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I will take that blonde Frenchman. His name is Pierre. Thank you, Nikki doll for posting a picture with him. (laughs) Um, How dare they come in these Parisian speedos and berets and muscle. Rude.
1: I just loved that they really amped up the parisian aesthetics making them come in and stripes and berets i thought it was so funny so can. now very I different can't. again i love seeing the pit crews across the franchises mm-hmm.
0: there should be a pit crew challenge like like a, a drag race <laughs> for pit crews drag, drag race battle of the pit crews there it is there's a show wow presents plus give me residuals all right <laughs> get this season started we are going to do a photo shoot we're gonna head to the set where it's like a Paris alley near the Moulin Rouge. Uh, Jean Lebroc is our photographer for this challenge and he may also come to my house too as well, also. Um, yeah, what? I feel like they
1: missed an amazing opportunity. Probably couldn't afford this, but they're doing the Jean-Paul Gaultier challenge. They should have done a Pierre Gilles photo challenge because Pierre Gilles, Worked, worked with Jean Paul Gaultier and I feel like they're the most iconic French photographers. And I think it would have been so cool for them to do actual good photos for these queens and not you this massive afford shoot. all of that. They cannot, afford, well, they clearly could afford Jean Paul Gaultier I don't think he just waltzed on set. Um, right. But maybe that's, that's your budget plan. Exactly.
0: they want the prize money all right so so the muse is our first contestant to shoot and the pit crew is there with her and it's simple it's a simple shoot very simple right it's drag race get ready for a twist nikki is gonna be like girls and just like drag race espanius gave us carmen in episode one we are getting the can can in this premiere we have a pair of overly excited can can girls and they are ready to just party uh so it was like what the fuck, bring back the boys, and she's gonna get into the fun. It was cute.
1: I absolutely thought this photo challenge was the most chaotic, and that's saying something I loved it. I loved it. Um, I thought every I just wish that they actually produced good photos. Like to me, um, it was very clear who won from the jump just because everybody else's photos were so poorly done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it was fair, just people
0: fair. in awkward poses. <laughs> Now, Le Brioche is next, and when the girls come in, she's like, stop the piercing screeching, but she's going to split the house down boots with them. Mm -hmm. Did not expect that one to happen. Yeah. La Cajena is like, oh no, I am the queen. I am not playing with them. I will play the role of drunk uncle. (laughs) All right. We have Paloma up next, and she is like, I am still serving fashion. Fuck them. Yeah. No. Her attitude is
1: very very enthralling (laughs)
0: now now next up we have a and she cannot kick she has the legs but she has no height she cannot kick those legs up
1: i was honestly laughing so hard at that moment just because it was like i'm like like she literally maybe kicked an inch up into the air which you could like see the upper part of her body was giving that she was doing high kicks you look at her legs (laughs) nowhere where where are they going
0: Lolita is like, <laughs> I am a dancer and I can 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 with the best of them. But also, this is the moment where I was like, Your tights are very dark. Uh, that's not your shade, darling. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's very Ellipse,
1: hard for queens to find their,
0: their shade. That's true. That is true. Ellipse comes in and says, I don't move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, that Big, was a little awkward. <laughs> Big Bertha is like, I was just having an Eiffel Tower moment with the boys, but fine, let's Can-Can. Uh, she lifts up her skirt and shows them why we love camp. Yeah. Cam, he was stiff. She was attempted to be lifted by the Can-Can girls, but she was like, not in this mini dress. I could tell that she was trying so hard to keep it simple,
1: almost like the people who play musical chairs that kind of like put their... <laughs> put their hand out in anticipation. like That was very much her motive for the photo shoot.
0: (laughs) And La La Diva, she looked terrified. And she tried, and she was smiling. And that's the most we could ask for from her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nikki reveals the winner of the mini challenge is Lolita Banana. She wins and is like, watch out, Instagram queens. You actually have to show us what you offer when it comes to performance. Not that this challenge was in any way indicative of
1: any form of success or talent exactly. on um, But you know, you win a mini challenge, you get very excited.
0: Now, the Pickrew crew returns, and she gets to blow out a of candle, of a, like that's a sexy candle, because why not just to, just to have the crew return? I didn't get this.
1: I was very confused. Too. They're
0: like, make a wish. And I'm just like, what?
1: You don't make a wish on reality television. What's the wish? I hope the producers don't give me the elimination at it. Like,
0: yeah. Now, Nikki reveals that the first Maxi Challenge will celebrate all drag arts, a term we will use very loosely here, more on that soon, as they partake in a drag talent show. They have two minutes to impress and show off their greatest talent. She's also going to reveal that they have two prestigious guests this week. First is Miss Universe, Elise Matiné, and the legendary Jean-Paul Gaultier. Episode one, they got Jean-Paul Gaultier. I was honestly
1: shocked. How, like, do, how do you think he's that
0: big of a fan. He's like, "Can I please be on it?
1: I doubt. I bet you they rolled out the red carpet for him. He was probably paid handsomely. Um he's he barely makes public
0: appearances as is, so, yeah, right. which is why I was like, how this happened. but good for him. this was I, we'll talk about it. But It was a very special moment.
1: Yeah, it, I would have been scared shitless <laughs> if I was one of those queens and they're like, so for the jean paul Gautier
0: runway our guest is jean paul Gautier. i would have just been like can i just like go home already yeah all right well the queen starts to head to their new homes in the workroom and i swear to you one of those bitches did that raj o'hara oh my god sing song thing and i was like never again i never want to hear that again (laughs) i'm just warning you producers (laughs) i never want to hear that again and if you include it ever again should you have to put her on our screens again not going to do it yeah. listeners we're going to stay away from that topic because i'm not happy, about what, I'm not happy <laughs> about what i've heard anyway let's find out what's behind the makeup now as our dear friend amanda masker pointed out they blurred out Le- la bruce brioche's nips just an observation but also she's a free fucking woman she is like i don't care if i'm a topless in this workroom y'all are topless i'm gonna be topless too but I very much—I don't know—I feel like it, it very much
1: felt like the right move. Yeah, uh, it um, felt correct to have that done. I—I I mean, to blur out the nipples, of course. I mean, like laws are laws, but <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but I, I definitely thought that it was—it was very cool to see a very welcoming, open workroom environment. Mm -hmm. and the conversations they had i felt were very
0: in line with that yeah all right well cam is getting that evil twink at it as she describes berta as the cheese lady and out of drag she is a gas station attendant shady (laughs) berta will be doing a striptease for the talent show and she will share that getting naked was a challenge for her cue the early season winner edit i don't know she says she couldn't tolerate her body. She realized that her body was unique and she knows how to make something artistic out of it. She finds it liber- libertating, liberating, 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 what a <laughs> Liberating and an opportunity for someone else to say they can do it too. She says drag remains as an armor and a shield, but Berta is her spokesperson. She can say things that she can't say out of drag. I, I, I like this conversation. I like that this is episode one and we're saying big girls do matter. I again, I feel like I might be wrong in saying this, but I feel
1: like no conversation has ever been had to this effect. Yeah. Um I feel like everybody's always been like in past seasons when, you know, weight was brought up, it was always as a I don't know, it was always like prefaced with something about eating disorders or right. it, it was not to do with body confidence and uh, you know body positivity has of course been discussed but i felt like this was a very you know heart-to-heart moment that i felt it was, was only discussed
0: real. by the big girls of the cast mm-hmm. that's the important part which is the right way to do it Lova will say that she is a voluptuous person and before she can even finish her statement labrio shea is like we like big things like big dogs and big cakes why is it like being big and fat it's suddenly purgative for humans. I mean, T, welcome to my life. Like, why can't we love big?
1: Thousands of years of being brainwashed by
0: advertisements and sculptures and art. Literally. <laughs> Rio Shay says she's fat, she's beautiful, and it's not a bad thing. She is touched by Bertha's story as it's something she knows, and she's had the same feelings of that, of the daily struggle of learning to love your body. And it is a hard thing to do. Like, I looked at myself in the mirror today and I was like, actually, you know what? I kind of have a nice, fun dad bod. There's at least one twink out there who wants that, right? Call me. You know, I'll keep looking for you. (laughs) Yeah, please do. (laughs) Lova will say that drag allows her to completely assume herself. Since we haven't heard from our about-to-be-eliminated queen, we're going to take a hard turnover and we're going to chat with La and how she got into the world of drag. She said it was a long process, but drag saved her life. She was deeply depressed and did bad things to her body. And Paloma will say it's important to have La Kahena in public as she is a racialized queen from a Muslim culture. She is brave to be there. And that's
1: Again, it. another conversation that I love. That's it. That's all we got. I know, but I felt like it was something that I liked. Again, like I felt like they gave the La Kahena, we don't care about you at it, but we'll make you say your one point. But I like right. that she made that point.
0: I agree. Well, that was the first wipe wipe off and we're already into the sadness of the season wild but it's time for a show we're gonna skip right ahead to the main stage where we have nikki looking radiant in that blue fringe number and that hyper styled hair Mm -hmm. it's fashion it's good this is what she does she she gave french drag that's everything you want from french drag now we're gonna have a very very small judging table um i don't know why they couldn't like make it a little bigger it was um, so cramped. I was du- like... <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're Everybody not even knows. comfortable chairs. Those were like French chairs.
1: Meanwhile, US Drag Race, the white
0: stage, they're all separated by six suite of glass. Stupid. Uh, so we have sitting behind there, Daphne Berkey, who is wearing shoulder pads that are literally taking up half of the table. Uh, we have Kitty Smile, who got the blue and white stripe memo. It's very French. And, of course, we have Iris Mitenin, who is a very pretty, pretty lady and has no stripes on. But Jean-Paul Gaultier has that leather jacket and blue and white stripes underneath. They're like, we're reminding everyone we're in France. This is what we wear. Um, and, of course, an ode to the king of stripes, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Do you think if I go to France wearing the stripes, I'm, the, 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 the Parisian people would be like, get out, you idiot. Honestly, every time I've been to Paris, it's, it's definitely a fashion point
1: that's very popular there. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it's the same thing as people who wear big black puffer jackets in New York City. <laughs> Are you alluding to that being fashion? Uh, it, it's not necessarily fashion, but it's a, it's a clothing choice that I feel like is a popular New York staple. I mean, you walk around the streets of New York, most people wear black. Um, I I hate and i always feel like i stick out like a sore thumb when i wear anything remotely colorful
0: that's fair that's fair all right are you ready to talk about a quote-unquote talent show i was very intrigued by by a lot of it <laughs> well <laughs> lolita kicks us off and she is dancing and bucking and bringing that latin player to the stage I hate that fringe Leo because I hate that it's not connected and it's got that weird like, middle part in on the side that's like nude. But wherever. I just felt like, like this was like, why are we giving store-bought generic drag? Yeah. But bitch, she gets thrown in the air by that dancer man, tosses off that wig, and I'm like, I can watch this. This is entertaining. Mm-hmm. She is a dancer, and she told us, I will dance the house down and don't even try to lip sync because I will dance it. Um are we watching a little baby, baby George's again? <laughs> Listen, this
1: is what I thought of the performance. I was very underwhelmed when she came out with the costume reveal. But after thinking about the whole performance, I was very much like, if this was done in a more impressive costume, I would have oh, yeah. been like blown away. I, I thought it was so well choreographed. The reveals yes. were so well-timed. Uh, I-, I really, I thought it was very captivating, very good performance. Um, she's clearly a very, very talented person. Yeah.
0: Cam Hugh comes out as a banana. As Pretty Woman plays, the reveal is very cute, and then she starts to sing. What happened? Did she? What? What? what, what, what are you doing? Don't don't you do that? Don't do that.
1: Do we count that as singing? I thought it was more a spoken word. Um, that that tried to evolve into singing, but didn't quite get there yet.
0: Well, all I know is whatever was coming out her mouth was about peeling a banana, and just not good. It was it was not good ellipse is a mood watching this because all we see is a stone cold face under that eye mask and i'm like yeah me too that's how i feel i'm not i don't want anyone to know how i really feel about this performance i just was so
1: disappointed i really was right like with the reveal that's such, such like a fun precedent i'm like oh she's about to be really goofy or silly on the mic and it was goofy and silly but then it was to a beat, and then she tried to start singing, and I am just like I feel like I would have liked it if she didn't try to
0: sing and she just like seductively talked. Yeah, she she looks great, but whoever in her drag family said do this smart idea, they just I, am they ambushed you and they be, sabotaged you. I am
1: my mantra in in this business of drag is if somebody's doing something that is not good, tell them. Tell them you're not good at it. If somebody isn't good at singing, tell them maybe you should be lip syncing. Gaslighting is bad. It's like we're blowing smoke up the ass of people who don't need it because then they end up making themselves look bad. But yeah. I, if this was just framed as like a sexy lounge act where she just like whispered seductively over the track, I would have loved it.
0: Yeah, Reminds us that French music is very torch song, very smoky, and this felt like the most French thing all episode. Mm-hmm. She looked beautiful. Oh, wait, never mind. What were those pencil lines? brows?
1: I hate her makeup and I, I hate that I hate her French It's so of- French.
0: I Because I, I see it, I get it. I know. I, I've seen French paintings like that.
1: Well, I know where she's coming.
0: I know, and that's her drag. I get it.
1: Ugh. I hate it. I just wish um, if her makeup was a little more, like she's basically wearing the same makeup she entered in, like same mug. Yes. Um, and I just wish that it was a little more fresh and something new and the lashes were applied at least a little more evenly. And sure. I just, I don't know, but you know, you, you follow up somebody who really tried to sing but couldn't with a brilliant, amazingly talented singer. Yeah. It was, it now- was amazing.
0: As far as talent, I'm impressed. Go get her a duet with Giorgio Dercli. Here Honestly, you. they probably have done like opera together. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, Giorgio does do Paris Drag, so
1: yeah. No, it would be kind of kind of interesting to see that.
0: Paloma took a risk to do a skit as this faith healer hippie character. And this is what Orion Story thought she did.
1: Yes absolutely like orion wanted to do this so badly this was hilarious i was laughing every second of it i thought
0: it was so kooky and it funny. was very dry the character was well curated um it was very much an snl character with a goal objective and a story yeah it was flawlessly executed the costume was hilarious
1: i felt like you know when details fit together that well it really pays off Mm-hmm. and I loved getting to see her kooky personality because I was really looking forward to seeing
0: more of it Yeah, the grand dame is that bitch who knows she's the shit like she knows she's got talent and she comes out lip syncing her song with that deep baritone but I'm like okay this is probably what French pop music sounds like the gold armor very sexy and then she put champagne on her head and I was like okay and then she started to play the opto sax now as a former sax player myself I don't know if the microphone was being wonky or sabotaged or whatever, but that tone was shitty. She was honking.
1: I, not the best tone, but again, what she put together, I thought was very impressive. And I don't know
0: what I saw though.
1: What was it? Oh, I thought it was so bizarre and so interesting. I don't know. It very much gave me the same energy as Willow pill with the spaghetti bath. (laughs)
0: like okay, i'm not okay. sure
1: what this performance means i'm not sure where it's going but i'm enthralled and i'm entertained and i want more but i also feel like it was the right place to end at and i yeah. think the whole i don't know just showing that she could do something ridiculous i, I felt right. was so great my favorite part about drag is how absurd it could be and it was now
0: listen if she came out on that out to and started playing like careless whisper would you be okay with that it would have made it even better. <laughs> it would have been so campy. I would have been here for it.
1: I, I, I think that, like, that's the only thing that could have improved it, is if she quite
0: literally yeah. just played the most ridiculous saxophone solo. Yeah. All right. Ellipse comes out in this army of fatigue, lip syncing in French. It's very captivating. You could tell a reveal was coming a mile away, but it was not the reveal I expected because it revealed into... A red catsuit I was bored I don't get why
1: everybody was living for this they were all either. like wow and I'm just like D- this just looked I- like dr- drag wars this looked like Ooh. this looked like ultimate drag pageant week three this Ooh. looked this just felt very
0: like oh my god you body. wore that you wore that uh, uh during UDP right yeah
1: <laughs> I totally did I wore the exact same catsuit no I just thought it was so like. There's that video of what's her name? I think it was Delta being like, "Pick me, Rue, Pick me! (laughs) Pick me! Pick me!" It just felt very. Look at all these reveals I'm doing. Reveal, 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 and I'm like, "Where is the talent portion?" Yeah, it felt very mediocre at best. Yeah, it's hard to put on clothes sometimes.
0: Now we have So the Muse, who's got one of Avant Garbage's wigs on, and she's just gonna make love to that microphone. She. Has a stunning voice. It's so cabaret. It's engaging. I want more. Uh, She's very expressive. And this is not what I expected from her. And I'm like, I live. I was... She walks up there
1: and I'm like, this is about to be some Sia bullshit with that fucking wig. And she took my breath away. I was so just focused on on every second of it i thought it was so ridiculous and avant-garde and just weird and wacky Mm -hmm. and i instantly like that was the moment i i decided i loved her
0: logan LaDiva has had a struggle in her life i know this based on what she says on the microphone she shares that she has a disease that affects her spine and her joints and that she's been in a wheelchair (laughs) and that's her talent having a disease like she gets up there the mic, she starts making like some small little jokes i'm like oh this
1: could be a comedy act i'm excited to hear because she's an old school drag queen when i think old school drag i think cheap you know bad jokes on a mic that are very entertaining and you're like hey you know lady bunny um this was so tragic and and the fact that she just like couldn't even get through it (laughs) she's like Mm -hmm. i'm so distracted jean paul gaultier is here and i'm like this is not RuPaul's Drag Race, but this is Drag Race France. You mm-hmm. should not be acting like this is your first time on stage. It was so awkward. It was, to it was
0: uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable because you're like, are we supposed to just have sympathy, and that's why you're going to be safe, or 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 is there something to it? I, I'm I'm gonna just like guess. Maybe she didn't have another talent prepared.
1: I'm like, literally, just like throw on a a big robe and have like a cat suit under it and lip sync to some pop song and then like halfway through right, go off exactly, the road and exactly. with your hair around and you get safe it's worked on every season with a talent <laughs> just so far <hard. laughs> i don't true, understand why we why we are okay with accepting lip syncing as a dra- as a talent for a drag queen because to me it is the Bare minimum requirement to be a drag.
0: Queen. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it was very hard. Um, huh, all right. Um, speaking of interesting, Lakahina reminded us that we all love drugs. Um, this just felt very French art house. I feel like Brooklyn would probably eat it up. She's got a face in a hole that was on an overstretched fabric that in is is just probably on the wrong size frame. There is a plastic flame that you could barely see was part of her set. I, I don't know if this was supposed to be absurdist or whatever it was, but the voiceover is like calling her dumb. There's Arabic and, and talk about possession. I, I, I don't know what was supposed to happen. And then was, and then she does the fire trick because we're not surprised though. At all. she can do a fire trick. And then the monologue she lip syncs makes zero sense. Edit girl. It just gave me, this is the one thing I do. I'm known
1: for doing the fire trick. This is my thing. This is my um But it was the frame
0: color. first that I was like it, it doesn't like fit. Did so you bring did it not was it not supposed to fit? Did she have the wrong frame? Did the show not have the right frame for her? What happened? It was so awkward and just looked very cheaply made. Like I understand the whole like this is
1: this is La Cajena's origin story. Some flame possessed me and now I'm a fiery drag queen. And it just felt it was just so long. I felt like it was more concise and funnier. Like There were funny parts, but I felt like those could have been yeah. the
0: focus. And it would have been good. It just yeah. was so awkward. And finally, La Big Berta is going to give us burlesque, and honestly, it was divine. She infuses comedy with the phone bit, and then goes full camp with that burlesque. Uh, very Ben Cram. I adored it. Um, I did think that the panties were going to fall off. I thought they were going to come off too soon.
1: I was obsessed with this performance. I've never screamed that loud when at the end when she ripped them off. Yeah. I, it, it just was like the, the cherry on top to what I thought was already a hilarious. And so like over the top campy performance, I thought it was so well done. She's obviously got such a funny personality. She's clearly very commanding and I see her going very far
0: i do too now obviously she's unapologetically herself but then we get that confessional from cam being like i don't want to see it all fuck you good for her wearing it at all i just girls like big girls can
1: be sexy too i feel like cam is slowly going to get more and more hate for her comments i don't think Mm -hmm. that she necessarily meant these comments the way that they're being shown no i agree i know that from firsthand from knowing people who went on the show and you know i know what that it's like it's
0: brutal oh my god you know people on this show who i know a few (laughs) i can't say all of them (laughs) it would be so cool if i know people who are going to be on like another season coming up like season 15 like you know that'd be cool to have like you know three former guests that have been on um um the next season i don't know that'd be kind of cool it would be so crazy it'd be so cool but all i know is someone that like this rumor just she only had a haircut so that she wasn't on the show <laughs> i don't know anything about that Damon. all right well this was not the drag race espon you two talent show but it is kind of more impressive than the u.s ones
1: um i i thought it was i liked it because I feel like they forced people to not do a damn lip sync. I feel like they were like, you have to do a talent. Lip syncing is not a talent. And I was so thankful for that. Did it yield the most amazing
0: results? No, No, but the ones that were good were really good. I agree. All right. Category is freedom, equality, and Jean-Paul Gaultier. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play Gaultier or no TA. Love that. La Brioche, look by Mademoiselle. Kiss hair by Wigs to Blue. She is paying homage to the Dita Ritz butterfly corset. I like Dita that Von Tees, flying... not Dita Ritz. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, I am tired. Dita Von Tees, It's because of the. We'll go. Those rumors. Um, butterfly corset. Um, I like that she's playing with the burlesque side of French fashion. Black hair is great on her because the pale skin it really makes it pop. I know that she was going for the trans colors, but they were not the right shades. That blue looked very purple. Um, it was sexy.
1: I don't like this. And I'll tell you why I don't like this. Oh, wow. The Thank original you. look is so beautifully detailed. Of course. And when, you know, I recently listened to Catherine Martin, who is like Baz Luhrmann's partner and does all the costumes and design for his films. And she said something about recreations And she said, you don't want it to be a recreation. You want it to be almost better because people will recognize it and expect the same. And like, if you make it better, it will have almost the same quality. Um, And this was a situation where it looked so costumey paired with a fascinator that I felt wasn't as impressive. Like my, my favorite part about when Dita wore it, is she wore this giant feather on it. It was massive and it like catapulted into the air and it was just so, like the proportions were so amazing and visually interesting and the detailing on the dress. My issue with a lot of these runways and runways in the past is when people see black. People don't understand that black on camera is not black. Um, It's not gonna translate to black. You have to have some kind of texture to really make it look good on camera. Otherwise it is going to look gross and that's yep. my issue the black parts of this costume just look grayed out kind of like weirdly shiny because it's of the material and it just i i want to like this but it just looked so costumey. so i felt like it wasn't up to par with what i want and also the makeup just like took it out well i'm gonna give it a go ta and i
0: give it a no ta <laughs> the audience 82 percent go ta 18 percent no ta Okay, that's all right. Next up, Lolita. (laughs) Lolita Banana. Look by Adele Cano. Hair by Katie Beam. Nails by Matt Fawcett. by Charlie Banana. Call it Night of a Thousand Madonna Cone Bras. Uh, You know every homosexual in drag was going to want to recreate this in some way, shape, or form. Uh, She got the hair. The initial look was a good take on it. And then the cone bra reveal to the faucets. I didn't get it. Um, please help me out here. Um, if you're gonna do that, make it a bigger reveal. Like, if you're gonna do crystals as water, I need it to be huge. So it was a reference to a
1: Mexican artist, I believe. Talia, I think she said. Mm-hmm. Um, the spouts. I just meh. It wasn't the most. It wasn't the most beautifully fitting garment. It was very simple. I hate nude outfits unless they are a perfect skin tone match. And the fact that her tights are like this muddy chocolate brown. I'm telling you that they're wrong. If they weren't, like, I would have liked this look if those tights weren't that dark. And I just, again, the cone bra gate situation, this... This was just not my fave i i wish she had done something a little more herself i it's an
0: ota for me it's
1: an ota too i feel like if you're going to come on to drag race and you want to win you don't just do a runway straightforward you have to make it your own and yep. show a little bit of you through every runway showing somebody else you know it, it's like who are you and and who are you doesn't always translate to you made the garment because yeah you made the garment and it was poorly
0: made Is that you, a person who wears poorly made garments? (laughs) That's true. Well, the audience 38% Gautier, 62% Nautier. Love a la diva. Look by Horace Bazin. She is trying to pay homage to the perfume bottles that Gautier has. And I think the concept is there. The execution was not. The hair was way too small for her proportions. I don't understand the cage bottom. And I hate comparing her to Darian Lake, but this is how I felt about her. She's confident but tacky. I. Absolutely love that she paid homage to such a interest. Like her
1: reference was so interesting. Right. I love that she paid homage to the perfume bottle. It's one of my favorite brand icons of all time. I think it's instantly recognizable. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. But this look, like I understood what what she was trying to go for. I didn't see the perfume bottle.
0: No, not at all. My favorite
1: part of the perfume bottle is the ever so slight um, curvatures. I like the 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 matte texture. Right. I, I think that having sleeves with the ruffles totally took me out of the illusion that this was an homage to the perfume bottle. Right. The cage also made no sense. The hair made no sense. Um, it just felt very, I don't know. I feel like there was a way to do the perfume bottle that was in a very campy way. Maybe like one of those very like Club Kitty head pieces. Yeah. With a perfume bottle on it. I it just like. Concept, 100, look,
0: zero, (laughs) no TA. (laughs) Kitty will say, well done for sharing with them what happened to her with her medical situation, but there was something that was a bit complicated as it's a talent show, and she didn't show her talent. She just presented a story, and he can't judge that. He also does like the look as it's very heads or tails. Um, Daphne would would have liked the look to be more couture. I agree, I'm giving it a no TA. Yeah, it's just an OTA. It's just unfortunate because I love the concept. It just... The audience, 18% go 82% no TA. So it amused. Look by Jackie Tiedano, Tiedoni Hair by Leonie. Uh This is how you take an iconic inspiration to create something that tells us who you are. She's doing the cone bra, but she's doing it through her signature braids. I think the way the mohawk just melts into that entire look, the monochromatic brows, browns are perfect. The beat is right. Um, No doubt she is going to be a finalist. Absolutely. First of all, I love the more niche references. Gautier was
1: known to put these crazy braided hairstyles on a few of his runways. I forget which ones, Um, but he did have hairstyles very similar to this on the runway. So I thought that that was a cool way to tie it in. Also make it her own and do the cone bras. It also reminded me of this outfit Sasha wears for one of her numbers. That's basically, it looks almost identical maybe could even be the same designer, but this was just, it hit all the marks for me. Make it your mm-hmm. own clear reference and just,
0: you know, something different, something interesting. Jean-Paul loved her performance as it was incredible and completely unexpected and almost quirky. He says she's made for the show, the look he calls fabulous. He says it's Gautier, but not hundred percent by Gaultier. It is Gautier for me. It is absolute Gaultier. Audience, 93% Gautier, 7% no TA. Next up, La Bibberta. Look by Heloise Palope. Wig by wig as you art. Boots by Anne Chevelle. Earrings by Francois-Houtouard-Flemond. Nails by Sonia Sonales. Um, I love how she is taking an obscure reference in Gautier's Stuffed Animal Nana and bringing it to life through camp and drag. Is it sexy? No. Is it campy? Yes. She knows how to showcase herself brilliantly. I do wish she matched the beard to the hair, but I think that's just her gimmick because it's always brown or black. Oh, and of course she's got the cone bra for us plebeians. I want to like
1: this look more than I do. Um, I don't like the shoes. I don't like the solid nature of it. I think she's such a large and in charge person, personality Uh wise. And this costume completely ate her up. Um, I feel like she's I feel like her person, like her first look, her entrance look, crazy detailed. Her um, performance look, crazy detailed. This was just like fabric, fabric. Fair, fair, fair. Completely. I wish I saw more of her personality in the look. Um, I. It's just like, I love the reference again. I like where she was going with this. I wish there was more to it, more details, something that made it a little more, you know.
0: Very Measurably interesting. Iris says she adores her personality. Jean-Paul says how can he say anything negative about this Teddy Nana? He says she embodies herself very well and that wig fits perfectly and her energy won them over. Daphne says it's true. The freak is chic. Um, I'll give it a go, TA. I'll give it a no, TA. The audience, 56% go, TA, 44% no, TA. All right. La Cahenna Look by Madi, Madi Khalil hair by Medusa. um at first it was like the subtitles say it's made by jean paul Gaultier, but i don't think it really is clearly um i think the hair is atrocious it's a lot to take in everything she says is inspired by the film arlette which went right over my head i don't know it's wild she says that the defiance who she is and i'm still only getting messy it was just very like hobby lobby craft store <laughs> yeah it just felt very I put
1: some appliques on this baggy kind of slippy nude sheer dress and tried to make it look goatee and while I do understand that it does look goatee to an extent it is not a runway piece it's not something that would stun on the runway especially when she's she's not really giving body she's it it kind of just it, it, it just like I'm sure there's a way to wear this dress and make it work and make it look really stunning. It just,
0: it's a piece of fabric. (laughs) Now, what was interesting to me is there was only one critique and the critique came from Nikki and she said that her drag touches her as she has experienced the same thing in Morocco. So she knows how difficult it is to be gay in some countries. She says the start of the performance was great as she understood everything, even the Arabic insults. She says, gradually she doubted herself. And that's where they lost her. She says, fake it till you make it. I was like, why are we not getting to hear from anybody else? Because I, I like what Nikki said, and I don't want her to be the only voice here, but I think it was important to hear Nikki's voice. Yeah, I think Nikki was the only one who could
1: really speak to her. Yeah, I felt yeah. like the other judges might have not had that same experience. connection.
0: I'm going to give it a no TA. I'm sorry. It's a no Audience, 54% go TA and a 46% no TA. Paloma, look by Tennessee Tereson, hair by Paloma. Uh, it's very religious to Jean-Paul Gaultier, but in a sense, it feels a tad basic and underwhelming. I love the stained glass effects on the sleeves and the headpiece. I just don't, sh- it doesn't show off her figure in a way that's flattering. It kind of feels Wish.com. Yeah, yeah. It, again, what I said, flat,
1: bat, black fabrics just do not look good on camera. They never will and this is a testament to that there it is just it looks like she's wearing a um a tarp it it just looks so distracting i am more for a caftan moment this just and the headpiece didn't really perfectly match i felt and the shoes i liked on it like with it on camera but they don't really look great together in the photos yeah um I just was so underwhelmed. I was really expecting something really cool and kooky. If this was like a Baroque print where the black was, I would have loved it. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, it's a no TA for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a no TA. Audience, 69% go 31% no TA. All right, Cam Hugh, look by Maxime Blotin, hair by Christoph Mecca, nails by Chloe Dan. Again, if the references to other Drag Race legends aren't evident, I adore this mint on her. It is the perfect color The hair is styled immaculately. The ribbon work is astounding. Cam knows how to wear a look.
1: I don't need to say anything because everything's been said by the look. (laughs) It speaks for itself. It's stunning. It's perfect. She's perfect. She will never, ever, 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 ever look bad. And I envy her for looking flawless. Like, I don't know if drag is just really affordable in France Or
0: if if she has 5 million sugar daddies, but it is. Probably that one. I mean, yeah. Daphne says she immediately wanted to peel her, but she was not in measure. But she did so many other incredible things that she forgets. She says she was funny and creative and worked the corsetry. She says when she looks at her work, it'll, it's perfectly done and sees all the finishes are impeccable. She says it is hope couture. Nikki says she looks shy compared to how she was on the runway. And unfortunately, if she's very talented, it's a competition and she has to compare her to others. Drop dead Gautier for me. It's a Gautier. She looks absolutely delicious. Audience, 100% Gautier, 0% no TA. <laughs> Uh, Oh, where's where's my my, shocked face? (laughs) Ellipse, look by Ellipse. Um, this feels like a design challenge. I like how the ties move, and of course, another cone reference. I would have liked the hat to stand out more, like maybe wrap that into ties or something. But yeah, it just wasn't fully realized for me. I I don't know who Ellipse is.
1: I again, still also very mysterious and confused by her. Um. I love this look, actually. I think it's so cool. I think it's so fashion forward. I absolutely love the minimalism with the textures. Yeah. And I think the detail is absolutely gorgeous. And I think it really does feel like an actual Gautier piece. He was so innovative and definitely played around with a lot of fabrics. Um, I do agree, the hat. I wish there was like a hat or a tie wrapped around the hat maybe yeah. to break up the black or if the hat was like tie
0: pattern. Iris says there are people who don't have to do anything who are magnetic and she is one of those people. She was hypnotized and impressed her choosing the look she did. Jean-Paul says she achieved movement, which is difficult. He says it is hot couture and she is talented. I'll give it the safest of Gautier's. Like, the I, bottom. I'm absolute Gautier. I love this look. Audience, 76% Gautier, 24% Gautier. And finally, Raga No design as She is stunning. This is French punk meets detox and redo wrote you. I think the belt buckle dress is sexy. She is showing off her figure in a way that's not overtly sexual. And yet the materials and objects she chose to do that is. This is a great play on sex. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous.
1: She's a model. She's gigantic. I need I say more. She really killed it, knocked it out of the park. The only thing is, I wish there were a few more accessories. Fair. Her her unbraceleted arms were a little a little jarring. <laughs>
0: it's fair. It's a goatee though. It's an absolute goatee. Audience: 90% goatee, 10% no Well, Nikki has decided to call forward La Brioche, La Lita Banana, La Grandam, and Paloma. They are safe leaving Level La Diva, Soda Muse, Big Berta, La Cohena. Cam Hugh and Ellipse is the tops of the bottoms. Bullshit. agree. Bullshit. Well, here it is, where it is. What, we, I do not
1: understand how Le Grand Dame and Ellipse were not flipped. To me, I thought Le Grand and, Dame gave a more interesting and um, unique performance that wasn't mm. um, just tearing pieces of a costume off. And I felt like her runway was also better.
0: I, if we're gonna if we're gonna move ellipse, I would put Paloma there. I just don't like Paloma's runway. That's fair.
1: I, but I also I also agree that um, Paloma also deserved. She was like probably my second
0: choice. Yeah. All right, we're gonna head backstage for our very first untucked junior. The girls get their bevvies, and well, they're gonna have little silly pinwheels in them because why the hell not? Mm-hmm. You just blow them, and they go
1: yeah I really a little more Holland than France but yeah right
0: The Grand <laughs> says it's a bit crazy but she can't wait to see what happened and they're going to have predictions well Lolita thinks it's going to be Berta or Soa on the top and speaking of the tops and bottoms return La- Big Berta doesn't know the show because she apparently thinks there's definitely going to be three tops and three bottoms no shit Sherlock that's how it works all the time <laughs> But she's going to point out that it's her, Ellipse, and Soa, or at least that's the one she pointed to, though she never referenced them by name. Lova wants to, well, Ellipse thought she was going to cry with the super moving critiques, but Lova wants to know who she'll be lip syncing with, though in the subtitles it says sing. Um, I guess there's no French word for lip sync. But she knows that when children are embarrassed, they hide under their mother's skirts, and well, there's no mother present for her. She knows her talent wasn't talent comparably. She screwed up. Glad she finally can admit it. Mm-hmm. Laka like Hanna doesn't know and the girls will tell her she looks sleepy anyway. That's a read. <laughs> but you
1: know, sometimes you just gotta say how you feel. It's true.
0: She is confused and the talent show left bitter taste in her mouth and Cam didn't expect to be there in the first episode. Fingers crossed, but it's a little scary for her. Nikki Mm -hmm. has decided that the winner of the week is so the muse she wins a weekend in London thanks to Tinder. Uh, I mean, can I have one too, please? Thank you.
1: Honestly, kind of fierce, but it's
0: so easy to get to London from. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have unlimited money. So if anyone wants to sponsor me to get to London so I can go to Dragon. L It's cheaper to go to London because I think you could just take the train from Paris. That's fair. That's fair. All right, well, La Big Berta, Ellipse, and Cam are safe. La Vala Diva, and La Cajena are in the bottom two. Do you agree? I do agree with the bottoms. I do agree with the tops. Other than, of course, my qualm with... I, I don't think Ellipse deserved her spot in the top. If you told me Berta won this week, I would not be surprised and would not be upset either. She was
1: my, she was my other choice. I thought it was either going to be Soa or Berta... Um, I thought Berta's performance was a little more indicative in a more straightforward way of who she is, which I, I love. agree. Yeah. Um, but Soas came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere and completely knocked it out of the park. So I understand why people were like,
0: oh, so she's the threat. Yep. Well, <laughs> it's week one and we're already shooting our Celine Dion load. Uh, the song is Pere Pion. Uh, I have never heard the song before. Um, very dancey, very, very, yeah. very dance track for Celine. Um, Lova is clearly a performance queen. She knows how to performance a number like this, even with her heels off. Put those fucking heels back on, bitch. Uh, <laughs> if it was true, she La- would have been out the door. Lakahena <laughs> La was just lost. She was defeated and she didn't even know the lyrics. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think watching Nikki, she wanted so badly to keep La Kahena. I she did, did nothing to help her. Nothing to help her make it. Yeah. It really stunk because I don't think
1: that it's very clear that Lakahena could have had more time to boil and really come into her own. And yeah. I hope she gets brought back or something because she's really fucking stunning and in her own unique way. I just wish that she had more time to kind of understand where her strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is exactly the point where I'm like, why didn't she? just do a lip sync with some reveals for the talent show. And okay. why didn't she like, why was the awkward I was in a wheelchair speech? Like she
0: could have done a lip sync because she's clearly a performer. Yeah. Well, in the end, Lovela La Diva stays to slay another day and La Cahena becomes the pork chop of France. Are you ready for some burning questions to wrap for this podcast? I'm, I'm ready. What is La Cajana's legacy and how does it rank in the first out club? I definitely
1: think she's one of the more
0: unique first outs. Okay. I and we're like- just talking about first outs for from the first season of a franchise.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she's one of the more unique ones, sticks out in my mind. The other first doubts, you know, you expect them to go home kind of thing. Not
0: but, la, not Macarena. I still well, say Justice
1: for the Macarena. Well, yeah.
0: Justice for her she definitely was
1: a surprise. But I, I I I will admit and say that the first outs of every franchise, none of them have been as I don't know, I wouldn't say they they were as uh, unique and kooky. I feel like the well, cookie keeps always
0: today. What's interesting is I would rather see the Macarena before I ever see her again. I'd rather see Juice Box before I see her again. I'd rather see Gothi Kendall before I see her again. And I don't think it's necessarily her fault. I don't think she gave anything for the show to show. I think that she's this is what how she
1: strikes me. Listen, Gothi Kendall's a Cam Hugh. She's very cool looking. She's beautiful, great at fashion. Performance is clearly not her strong suit. Um I think that that's very important though when it comes to drag, when you're traveling the world performing. Yeah. Um, uh, I also think that um, for the other, I don't know, I just feel like La Kahena, she struck me as a queen that if it was given the right circumstances and she had come into her own prior to the season, which I believe she will do after the season and possibly get on a UK versus the world situation, mm-hmm. um, it would be interesting to
0: see her fully formed because I feel like she's still cooking. All right. Next episode is an acting challenge. Who are you worried about? Well, first of all, I love that it's an acting challenge. um, Based on
1: call my agent, which is Mm -hmm. brilliant. Amazing. Definitely go watch it. If you haven't. Um, I'm worried about cam. (laughs) I'm real worried about cam. Yeah. Um, and I would say ellipse. I, I'm worried about. Two. Yeah, I am worried about. Um, Lola La Diva. Mm. Um, I would say. I would say that's really all who I'm particularly worried. Maybe yeah,
0: I I think those are the ones maybe that I Lola would say. Banana, maybe her, but yeah, but she's really the energy. She. Exactly. Um, All right. After one episode, the winner of the season is. For me personally,
1: my favorite queen, who I feel like exhibits what I want to see out of a winner and who I haven't seen as a winner before would have to be La Big Berta.
0: I think right now she is the narrator of the season. She is giving us great performances. She's giving us exactly who she is. And she it, it yes, there have been other bearded queens on other franchises. I think there's only been one other who ever had a chance, but after watching Gregory Spawn you too, no fucking chance in hell Vanadita was gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Liber- Big Berta is the one that has the full potential to actually win and be a deserving winner and not be a well, she's a bearded queen. Yeah, like I also also see winning qualities in La Grande Dame, but I feel like
1: if it was La Grande Dame, it would be very much in the Vivian storyline Sure. of
0: most popular queen in, the, in her country and she won. I mean, I could see Soda doing very well and I think she's going to do mm-hmm. very well. Um, it's just going to be a matter of like, who's going to represent France. I personally think the top four is going to be La
1: Berta, Soda Muse, um, Paloma and um, La Grande
0: Dame we'll see we'll find out well obscura where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug which oh i know you got one yeah too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find me on instagram at official obscura it's pretty much the only social media
1: i use nowadays um i am plugging a brilliant brilliant show over at three dollar bill it's called well It's very hard to say out loud because it depends on who you ask. (laughs) It depends on who you stand more. But for all intents and purposes, Stefani or Stephanie squared, I call it Stefani because of the side of the the Mm -hmm. party that I'm on, but it is a night tribute dance party drag show to Gwen Stefani and Lady Gaga featuring an all-star cast. We got Nikki O, Julie J, um, Vicky DeVille, who are three of my favorite people in the city currently performing and producing. They're so amazing. Uh, also have my friends Alice in Wonderland co-hosting. Alice Noir, who's pretty much been in all my Vision shows for a while. And um, I'm very excited for it because it is sponsored by Gwen's makeup brand, Give Beauty, which Ooh. is huge to have the actual pop star we are Paying tribute to involved in the event.
0: (laughs) What about the other one's makeup line? The other one's makeup
1: line didn't get back to my email.
0: (laughs) Well, there it is. Well, Obscura, this was so much fun. Thank you for kicking off France with me. Well, thank you for having me for the premiere episode. I feel very special. (laughs) The biggest thanks to Obscura for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.